you probably know your parents, you've seen it, or your parents' friends, where one of them is going through a very different kind of health cycle at retirement than the other one. And it, it, it creates issues with housing. It creates issues with um, planning in terms of financial planning, travel, because a lot of people want to do a lot of traveling at that time. And then one partner is in this different thing. And and it's really is, is fascinating because you can see these things. You can see them. You can project them out from now. Do you have trouble conceptualizing what your finances look like over your lifetime? For many people, an asset accumulation and decumulation graph might just be too abstract. And for most people, money is a tool that helps us tell us what is possible in our lives. And our lives are certainly about more than just money. On today's show, I'm going to be speaking with the founder of a new service that tries to visualize your whole life, and not just your life, but your kids' lives and your parents' lives too, all in one place. When we think about planning differently or with more conviction, if we can see what year we might be expected to have kids, or if we're going to retire while we still have a mortgage and those kids are still in school, what might our health be like? Well, this new startup is trying to help visualize those considerations and more. This is Mostly Money, and I'm your host, Preet Banerjee, and on the show today, I'll be speaking with Michael Meyer. He's the founder of a company called Obelix, which is a cloud-based life planning app. It visualizes not only your financial milestones in life, but also your health, major life events, and your personal goals. Using artificial intelligence, it will help you visually map out and predict things like when you will have kids. When your kids will have kids, when you when your kids will graduate, if they'll be in post-secondary school while you still have a mortgage and we're hoping to retire and more. Michael, welcome to the show. Hello. Thanks for having me. Very interesting piece of software. And this was brought to my attention by my friend Bruce Celery, because I think you were a guest on his Sirius uh, XM satellite radio show. And he said, you need to talk to Michael Meyer about this app that he's brought out. And so when Bruce asks, I listen. So it's a pleasure to have you here. And I was wondering if we can get right down to brass tacks. Give me the elevator pitch on what Obelix is. Well, I, I think you actually did a great job in the intro. So thank, <laughs> thank you so much. Um, that, that really is, is what we do. We take your basic uh, demographic data of yourself and your family members, and we create what is a stack timeline. And on that timeline, we, we project all of the kind of data points that we have, general population data, and we kind of create a, a view of the future for you. Um, then we allow you to, to fill in kind of the blanks, as it were, and add in your own goals or things that you'd like to achieve. And then we start to overlay on top of that some of your financial information, health uh, data. And what we start to quickly see is, is we get these interesting intersections. Now, when these overlaps happen, um, you kind of can come away with some 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 learning and some 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 ideas of of what's going to happen what's coming down the pipe for you and it, and it kind of gives you both a way to visualize it and kind of take control of the future and it really makes planning you know it takes it out of a you know a sheet and a simple you know growth chart which is 
know, we've all seen those and, and it's kind of, how, how do we personalize data? That, that's a big part of it. You know, how do we kind of make this a little bit more relevant to ourselves and also our family members? Because, you know, as people, we are able to have a, you know, we're kind of, we've evolved to, 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 to be in the here and now and to survive and, and, you know, these immediate needs, make sure those are taken care of. And as, as we get forward into the future, we have some trouble even visualizing our own future. But when you ask us to, okay, let's overlay your partner and overlay your, your kids and even your parents, you know, plotting my parents' health in there is, is, is helpful. Uh, it really, it becomes something that's very hard for us to do uh, without some assistance. And so I think that's what we try to do. And it's, and, and really a computer that it's, you know, technology is good for some things and not for, it's technology is really great at taking a ton of data and making it user-friendly. And I think that's what we're really trying to achieve. And then at the end users is somebody who can now walk away with that and kind of say, okay, here's what it looks like. And here's what I can do about it if I want to. You were kind of to give me a demo a couple of weeks ago, and it's sort of hard in in an audio format to really describe the visualization of the data. And I think that is kind of where it'll make a lot more sense, some of the things that we talk about. Because it is, if I recall correctly, it was a couple of weeks ago, it, it's kind of like a giant timeline. And overlaid on this timeline, there are different phases of life, not only your own life, other members of your family as well will be put onto this timeline. It's not just one line, it's a couple of lines, but, and you can very quickly see the overlaps in different people's different phases of life. And it's just a different way to sort of have this holistic, big picture view of uh, kind of like your family and, and, and not just an individual. But to your point, right, you have the accumulation phase, you retire, and then you've got the decumulation phase. And as they say, you know, you, you decumulate till you get to zero, you write your last check, it bounces, and then you die, right? And it's very... If you do it right, yes. <laughs> depending on your goals, right? There are some right. people uh, say, sure. yeah, I don't Absolutely. want to leave anything to anyone. <laughs> right. right. Other people want to leave a legacy, but, but yeah. that's essentially what it looks like. And this is quite different. So, okay, let's, uh, let's go through some, some basics now. Is, it, is this live now? Yes, it is. Absolutely. Uh, you go in and you, uh, the onboarding process is essentially what asks you the, the questions in terms of your, um, you know, the year you were born, the sex and the country you come from. Um, and it does that for yourself and your partner and your children uh, and your parents, you know, you can add them in. And the reason uh, those things matter is because, you know, just even within Canada, uh, males and females have different life expectancies and different healthy life expectancies. Um, and we use that, then we stack those, those timelines together to create what you see when you, when you, when you get into the app. And then similar to, um, you know, it's often been described as kind of editing software. So when you see visuals, uh, uh, editing software for, for songs or for, um, for video editing software, uh, so you see these kind of um, these lines at the bottom and you can kind of then add to them. So you can simply add notes, you can add milestones, and you can start creating things like, you know, education goals, family planning goals, fitness goals, um, and then uh, layer that data over over this. So so I think, I think you made an interesting point earlier where, where you were talking about the traditional line of, you know, here's my retirement savings going up and then it comes down. Um, we, we do that. So, so that's projected, but it's actually overlaid over your family. So you can see, okay, 
at this timeline, when I reach my peak, what's happening with, with my partner? What's happening with my kids? What, what's happened to my parents at that point? And for me, that was really interesting. You know, I'll, my partner is a little bit younger than myself, but also women age differently than men. So, so we, right away when I did this for myself, and this is just using general population, I immediately saw, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to, to um, have my healthy lifespan. I'm going to hit that before her retirement age. And this has really made me think, okay, we've got to have a conversation about this. And, and I think, I think, you know, you probably know your parents, you, you've seen it, or your parents' friends where one of them is going through a very different kind of health cycle at retirement than the other one. And it, it, it creates issues with housing. It creates issues with pl- um, planning in terms of financial planning, travel, because a lot of people want to do a lot of traveling at that time. And then one partner is in this different thing. And, and it's really is, is fascinating because you can see these things, you can see them, you can project them out from now, you know, it's, it's, it's really is. And, and those, those overlays I think are what's revealing beyond just, okay, if you, you know, you save this much per month and then you withdraw this much per month, um, you don't have a frame of reference for that. And I think what we do is we try to give you that. And so it's a much richer plan, a much richer view that you can take away. What I want to sort of like draw a comparison to and get your perspective on this is to traditional uh, sort of financial planning projections and software. So we've heard this phrase that, you know, time is money. And I would say that financial planning software is money centric. Uh, but your planning perspective seems to be more time centric in a way. In other words, like while money is a factor that impacts life enjoyment or misery, uh, you know, when we retire, what retirement looks like based on how much it will cost and so on. That's all very sort of money-centric in the way that traditional planning software takes a look at it. But looking at it through a lens of time centricity and having everything sort of based on time, you are essentially saying, listen, time is an asset that needs to be sort of allocated over a lifetime. And and qualitatively, just spending 20 years in retirement isn't really deep enough. You need to think about what does that time look like in retirement? Is it going to be, am I going to be healthy, but my partner is not or vice versa? So, and I think I saw this on the website, you, you, you say that, you know, time is our single biggest asset. So is it fair to say that this is not necessarily something that should uh, necessarily replace, you know, a, a traditional financial plan, but it is maybe a more palatable perspective for people to take a look at all those factors that, you know, I think a really good financial planner takes into account, like your health and what do you want to do and what are your goals? What is your perspective on how this compares to traditional financial planning software? Stay with us. We'll be right back. You hear a lot about supply chains these days, because if the past couple years have taught us anything, it's that an efficient, well-managed supply chain is absolutely critical to keeping businesses successful and consumers happy. I'm Will Haywood, and I host a podcast called All Business, No Boundaries, where we talk about supply chains, how they work, what happens when they don't, and the innovations that are redefining what's possible in the world of logistics. Join me for insightful interviews with thought leaders and industry experts. We discuss how optimizing supply chains can break down the barriers that are holding businesses back. That's All Business, No Boundaries by DHL Supply Chain. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. 
Well, well, I think I, I first of all, I, I do agree that that is on the site, and that is my kind of core philosophy in terms of that time is your most valuable asset. Um, and I would say that you know if you look at fortunately the people who have a house and have a retirement savings account generally are the people who have enough money to get through this and do what they want. And you spoke about it. It's more, it becomes more an issue of what your goals are because for, for the majority of those people, they have enough, uh, you know, we're essentially preaching to the choir. They have enough money to, 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 um, to achieve these things. And it's a determination. Do you want to spend it all or do you want to give some of it away? So, um, I think if you think of this kind of fire movement, um, Hmm. which is really the, you know, I I think almost if you, if you take out retire early, it it could be a better name. It's financial independence. And that really means to me, and it has been my philosophy through my life is, is control of my time. So if I have enough um, money to really be able to control that, that time and do the things that I want to do, I don't, I don't, it's not that I don't want to work, but it's just, I want to be able to have control over my time. Um, I think that's where we see that um, that prioritization of time. And I think it's going to change for many people, you know, the idea of working from home. Many of these things are just um, going away from just a simple accumulation of a, of, a, of a number to having control over your time. And the idea of, of retirement coming earlier is something that I think we'll, we'll kind of keep working with. And yes, I believe that you know, traditional, and I'm, I'm not, uh, it's, I, don't, I don't want to be disparaging towards a traditional financial plan. It's focused because it is singular focused on a person and, and it has to be to some extent on that individual to be effective. And I think, I think we can coexist with that because I, I think, um, you know, within this, um, software, we're able to accumulate different, um, you know, you can plug in your, your mortgage. You, if it's at a different institution, you can, you can, you can kind of bring in your different financial information. But I think, um, you're able to, 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 to take a, a, a larger view of it than, than something that's just individual. What's at this, what's at this institution, um, that, that is generally limited to a way that's, that, as you said, is entirely financial. Um, but I think, I think there is, you know, we know there are different levels of that planning. You can go somewhere and you can get a, a more sophisticated plan. You can pay for a, a an advice only life plan, which I think is is a is a valuable um, uh, something to to go and to go and do. So I think we can coexist with 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 these these different types of financial planning. Um, and I think I think it's something that is portable. And what what I like about it is that it's dynamic. It can kind of keep being updated with with different information. Um, you know, when we have some of your health information here, let's say that's something that financial institutions don't want to essentially keep. And and I see it as more of a, a fun, a, you know, a way to funnel and kind of keep these different pools of information and, and get them in a way that, that creates a forecast. Forecast becomes better with more data. And so I think that the more places that we can take data from, that are you, that's your data that you can control. Um, we can create a richer forecast for you. And part of the other part of um, our goal is to not take any data from you that we can't use to generate a valuable forecast. So if I say to you, you know, do this quiz or 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 enter this information, it's only so that we can give you a projection. 
It's not just simply to collect the information. And right, I think so you're not going to ask my my doctor's office for you right. know, my blood workup, are you? No, no. And <laughs> and I mean, in terms in terms of uh, in terms of uh, the quiz, one of the things that we generate is we go through and we do a health quiz. You're able to calculate your biological age. You're able to calculate your your actual. We start with general population data, and then we get down to individual data, which is your what is actually your life expectancy. And then we furthermore, we go into something called a Sphinx score, which gives you your survivable sur- probability of survival uh, into the future. So it's taking an actuarial table and saying, you know, based on your answers to the, to the health quiz, as we scroll through and as we look through into your future, this is actually what it, what it, um, what it looks like for you. Um, so, so we can get very specific, but we don't ask you questions unless we can give you a forecast from that. Right. Yeah. So let's let's talk about. So now we're we're opening up Pandora's box a little bit when it, when it comes to the question of data. And so uh, you know, I was joking about you know contacting my doctor's office to get certain data, but you're not pulling health records from anywhere. You are ascertaining health information through uh, basically surveys that people can input. Yes. In the same way that you would do a life insurance quiz uh, to to go through and kind of get an idea of what's my, um, you know, how healthy am I? It's really focused on your BMI, your habits, um, your dietary habits, your health habits. And then we can get a projection for you of what your what your health looks like. And and for some people, that's valuable. If you don't want that, you, you can just use the general population data. Um, so it's still it still shows you, you know, what I was saying before with me, my, myself, and my partner. Wow, just I'm retiring at X age because as a woman, she's going to be. Uh, has a longer life expectancy, a longer, sorry, healthy life expectancy, and she's younger than me. Uh, it really kind of throws this, this last decade off, you know? Um, so it's up to you. I think it's still valuable in a general population sense, but if you want to get kind of deeper into it, you can. Same thing with the financial information. As much financial information as you want to put in there, um, you get a better projection from it. The conversation with Michael Meyer from Obelix continues in just a minute. But first, a few thank yous to listeners who left comments on Apple Podcasts. Maxi from the Maritimes, who is a longtime listener, and I am the real Ginny. Thank you both for taking the time to leave a comment and rating. Taking just 30 seconds out of your day and leaving a rating and or a review on Apple Podcasts is much appreciated. And thank you, as always, to everyone who has already left ratings and reviews. I do read them all. And for even more content on my main YouTube channel, I just put up a deep dive into all those buy now, pay later apps you're starting to see on e-commerce websites. Apps like Klarna, Afterpay, Quadpay, Paybrite, and others offer you the option of splitting your purchases into four equal installments with no interest. But they do come with a cost over and above getting you to spend more than you otherwise would. And if you want to learn more, you can check out that video on my YouTube channel. And now, back to the conversation with Michael Meyer from Opalex.com. Now, you talked uh, about uh, different measures of age. You talked about biological age, life expectancy, and then there's the concept of your chronological age, which is how old you actually are. 
and that differs from your biological age. So can you can you tell me how those would differ and give me an example? Sure. Well, so you know, if if you were born um, twenty say twenty years, not going to thirty years ago, you're thirty in chronological age. Now, if you go through and you 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 answer these questions. Uh, in terms of what is your your BMI? When I say your BMI, that's your your height and your weight. The relationship to that, um, what you eat, uh, how 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 healthy your diet is, how much exercise you do, kind of low, medium, and high intensity exercise a week. Um, do you smoke? You know, the the factors that are. Um, and the factors that matter in terms of life insurance, we ask those questions. Uh, and, and let's say those are the things that, that matter. And the other interesting part about this is those are the things that you can actually control, uh, many of them. Uh, so, so it's something that you could kind of come back to in a little while and see, you know, how am I doing with this? Am I getting the output that I want? Can I, can I do something to change that? Well, this is um, interesting because you, you mentioned that some of the goals that you can put into your um, your life plan, like what do you call the the product? Is it the life plan or just your timeline? Your I timeline. Mean, so, I, yeah, so I think. one of the goals you mentioned that you could factor into your timeline is health goals. So, so give me an example. So, let's say that I fill this uh, this survey out and it says, "All right, well, your chronological age is forty three. Your biological age is fifty because you drink, you smoke, um, you're a couch potato, whatever." Then could I go on and say, "All right, well, I've got." a health goal to, you know, get my BMI down to X or whatever. And then I go back and I say, all right, here, here's my updated information. Now is my biological age, you know, creeping down towards my chronological age and hopefully getting younger. Is that something that, that people would, is that a use case for this? Absolutely. I mean, so what, what we would do, I would suggest that you do is, is go through it, you know, in another six months and say, you know, you can see as you go through this quiz and, and to be honest, this this was one of the you know we're jumping out of it but this was one of the things that happened to me why I decided to do this I went and got life insurance when my when my son was born and then when he turned 10 I had to renew it okay so I had to go through this whole thing again I had to go through a quiz and then I you know they do the quiz and then they verify it. So they come out and they take your blood work. They actually me- measure my height and then mm-hmm. they get you on a scale. So, you know, you can, you can write that whatever you want on the piece of paper, but they'll come and verify it. Um, so I, I, when I did that, I, something went off in my head where I think, you know, my, my, my wife is actually an actuary as well. So I, I, I have an idea of what's, what the calculation is. I know that's why going. she picked you. I know why she picked you. Okay. So <laughs> you I mentioned the idea. age gap. She's an actuary. Right. right. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> right. She's thinking about that. Right. She, yeah. So, uh, so, so I think, I think I, I, I wanted to say, you know what? I, they're, they're essentially pricing me and, and I want to understand that, right? I want to understand. I want that information. And I think, I think that goes for many things. There's many ways our data is collected. Projections are done on us by companies and we don't necessarily get the benefit of that projection, right? Uh, so I'd like to turn that around. I'd like to say, okay, I'm interested in forecasting. I, I, I study commerce. I, 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 you know, I, I, study to be an analyst. I really am interested in the future. What, what, what the data tells us, what, what can we project from that? And so that's where I thought, okay, they know now a whole bunch of things about my future because I've gone through this quite extensive quiz and they did do blood work if you know insurance, right? So, so you know that we're not going to that stage or that level of it. 
But we can tell you a whole bunch of things about your future just from these algorithms, right? Um, and, and to me, that's, I, I want to know that, you know, I, I, I think it's, I think it's useful and it's helpful to me, um, you know, in terms of understanding what are my constraints. Again, time, we talk about time is a lot. It's a constraint, but it's a valuable constraint because if I didn't understand this, I would, I would kind of assume you, you, would t- you touched on a brief earlier, this just linear projection of the next 20 years. Well, the next 20 years, every year is not as valuable. They're not equally valuable, you know, to me, right? Some of them are going to be much better. And so understanding that and prioritizing those effectively, I think is really important and is a useful exercise, right? I want to ask you about sort of the, um, the business model uh, for people who are listening or thinking, all right, I want to uh, take a look at this and, and kick the tires a little bit. So first off, this is a B2C offering. So this is not necessarily directed at planners to use this with clients, although they could, I imagine. Um, but this is primarily a B2C offering. And what is the cost? So if someone wants to go to to the website and say, all right, I'm, I'm sold. I want to see what my, my timeline looks like with all these different dimensions. What's the cost? It is free to use, uh, so we are we have launched and and it is free free to use. I think in the in the future there will be a maybe some recommendations that we could make in terms of financial products or health products or things like that. Um, but we are it's a free planning tool that allows you to kind of get this projection and then basically. I'd, I'd like, you know, it's one thing to, to, to take this and see what this future looks like, but then to help people to actually act towards a better future. And, and that I think would be the, the, the next stage of what we can do. How can we make this actually something better for you? Um, and that, that's what I think we will do. And I think there are, uh, financial products that we could, we could, um, bring in, um, and partner, partner with in different, different areas but that's not what we're not what we're doing at this at this point so so i know a lot of people when they when they hear that a product or an offering is free they say all right well that means that i'm the product now when it comes yeah. to launching a business sure certainly one of the models is you know to get scale first you make it free you run it at a loss uh, until you get to critical mass and then you monetize later uh, because you need a certain number of people using the platform or you need time to develop. All right, now that we've established that a lot of people are using this, this is now more valuable to these partner agreements. So if you were to link up with, you know, an insurance provider or a robo-advisor for the investing component or whatever, that is another um, way for, for your business to make money. So so you're saying that um, the cost is free to the consumer and down the road, you will look to monetize to to generate revenue through the promotion of products that I guess are are going to be more tailored right out of the bag to the individual because you know so much about them. Right, and and I think you know I understand this is a finance show, and obviously we're here to talk about um, finance, and even even the word life plan is a very kind of has a very financial connotation to people within the industry. Obviously, it means something. Um, but what we found is that our users have different interests. And um, there's the there's the user that's interested in kind of family history. So genealogy, DNA. Now, 
what does my, so we've done a lot of research about our family past. What does our family future look like? You know, they may not care about their mortgage or their um, retirement savings. They just are interested in what does the family of the future look like? Um, so I think that's an area that we have. We have longevity. Longevity is just such an interesting topic. Um, you know, you touch on it. What can I do to change it? So I would really like to see that prioritized as something that, that we go down and we develop. You know, we can't go and develop every, um, you know, every, uh, every feature from, from day one. But we, we see when people are interested in something, we can kind of go down that path. And I think longevity is going to be something that people want to know. The good news I would tell you is that from everything that we've done and we've seen, it's, it is largely within your control. It's not as much of a genetic issue that people kind of assume, okay, my, you know, I have some bad genes. I inherited this in our family, X, Y, Z. You really, through your diet, and your exercise are able to do so much. Um, and you really have control of that stress, sleep. You know, I know these are not easy things to, to, to control easy, easier said than done, but it is within your control. So that is good news. Um, and then the last part that we have, which I think is, is also, um, just an interesting group is people who are just are interested in goals, life planning, you know, life coaching, without necessarily the financial part of it, just how do I achieve the things that I want to achieve? So here we're talking about financial planning and, and that's a, that's a component of this, but it is, it is, I would say not the, not, it's not the whole picture of what we're talking about here and what people go into and use the software for. So I think we'll see how that, how that over the next, how it plays out in terms of what the users are most keen on. I think the other thing that we do have going for us is that when you come in, you invite your partner. And if you think of a social network, you know, if you, you know, Facebook, something like that, you interact with many people. In this, you have a, it's called more like a support network. So you interact with your family. Um, maybe, maybe you would in, interact with an advisor in, in, in some capacity, but, um, you, you and your partner can, add to your timeline together. So it's something that you can work on independently, but you still have your own dashboard that is private in the same way that you know on other social networks. I can interact with somebody in this timeline. I can drop notes. I can create goals. I can create events for our family. And I can see, you know, we can look into what our child's education savings looks like or projection savings look like that. But I can also still keep some data my own. It's in my own dashboard. So that I think is is interesting and we'll see how that plays out as well. Now, um, let's say I was younger. Let's say I was 20 years old and I come across the website and I start to you know build out my, my life plan. Is it going to, because I noticed it says it uses artificial intelligence. Is it going to tell me, hey, listen, you're going to have a child in eight years or statistically, you know, based on your cohort, your age, where you live, I'm going to tell you, you know who your partner is going to be and what your kid's name is like how, how if, deep if, does this if get? you're if you're a female yes i mean we have we have mean mean age of childbirth for every country in the world 
So uh, that when you when you say, you know, this is what we can do about grandchildren, we can give you projections on when you're going to have a grandchild. Um, it's really is kind of neat. And, and, you know, just also from your from your grant from your parents to see those overlays quite interesting, right? Like, what, are, what am I what am I what is what is my mom going to see? What are my in laws going to see? Uh, of of the graduations, the high school graduations, the university graduations, the first grandchild, um, you know, it's it's pow it's powerful information. I think um, you know it, it's out there. There there's a whole bunch of interesting things going on with that right now. If we can just kind of jump into that, if you're comfortable jumping into that, you know, if if you look in the states right now, that's dropped. Uh, life expectancy has dropped a year. Uh, in the last, um, so the opioid crisis had had kind of shaved off some some you know months off of the you know the average life expectancy in the U.S. Uh, since World War II, it has not dropped a year, like it just did. So it just has gone down one year. In Canada, Quebec has been the hardest, and I think Quebec is between four and six months. This last um, you know COVID has shaved off our expected li- our life expectancies. So yes, we will be able to give you an updated version of what is happening as it changes. So you know your health and then the population data set. You know what's happening right as that gets richer, as more points get in there, um, you'll be able to to make a more accurate. That is a model that is forecasting. You know one on one. The more data points you have, uh, the more information you have the richer it becomes. And I think, like I said, for me, I, I see that as a, as a, as a way to, to make the here and now more important and to ha- help people prioritize and, and do things in a way that's allows them to actually achieve their goals, you know? So I, I think there's, that's a real benefit. I think um, one of the things that you just talked about was one of the things that stood out for me when I was going through the demo with you. And that was the overlapping of, uh, things like knowing how old you'll be when your when your kids graduate, and I mean that's something you could you know, sort of like jot down and figure out. But to see it mapped out, especially when you have multiple generations of a family and you see the interactions. So, for example, you know your your parents being able to see their grandkids go to school or graduate or something like, like seeing that visually that was pretty cool. So let's uh, let's tell people where to go. So we talked about the site, but we didn't talk about the spelling. Sure. <laughs> so okay. at the end Thank of every you. at the end of every podcast, every guest gets a bit of a commercial. Now this entire okay. podcast has just been about your product, but okay. why don't you tell people where they can go if they want to sort of kick the tires and see if they want to fill in their data? Great. Thanks. Okay. So so the site is called Obelix, and that is spelled O B O L X dot com. Um, the name is actually. Um, it's a play in obelisk, which was the uh, outside the the Egyptian um, uh, monuments. It was actually outside the the pyramids where the pharaohs were buried, and those look like uh, little rays of sunshine uh, from a child's drawing. So um, we use that. Those those obelisks were moved eventually, and they were used as milestones. So we use the kind of double meaning that we want to light up the milestones of your life and uh, illuminate your future. Uh, but again, it's obolx.com, and you can go and check it out. Um, and uh, let me know what you think. I'd love to hear it. And uh, and the last point is, it's not Canada-specific, is it? This can be used by anyone because it's not specific to any one country in terms of people's life plans. 
100%. So we, we are, um, we have users, uh, from around the world. And the other thing is that, uh, you know, even as Canadians, even if you are Canadian, you may have a partner who's not from Canada or you, uh, father-in-law or mother-in-law that's not from Canada. So you want their historic data, uh, in there. And that's why we, that's why we use that, um, that's, um, you know, a global perspective, it's always helpful. <laughs> Very good. All yeah. right, uh, Michael, thank you so much for, for coming on the show and explaining Obelix uh, to the listeners. Looks like uh, some interesting software, certainly something interesting to sort of kick around. If you are interested in learning more about creating your own life plan, your, your timeline, you can go to obelix.com. Michael, thank you for being a guest. Thank you so much for having me. It was a real pleasure. If you want more personal finance content or you have questions for me or topic suggestions for the podcast, you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram, same handle in both cases, at Preet Banerjee. I also have two YouTube channels you can subscribe to. My main channel, which covers personal finance and investing topics that are global in scope, and a Canadian-specific channel as well. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening.